Martins to give us our next reading. And I'll just head over in that direction. The reading is John 15, verses 9 to 17. It's John 15, 9 to 17. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. Amen. Helen's now going to bring us our, our talk for, in a minute you will. Oh, tell you what, I've got a wet wipe here. I'm going to wipe this off and pass you this microphone. Good, I can do that for you. Bear with us, we're obviously destined to only use one microphone this morning. Um, it's got to negotiate everything now. I'm going to take this one off if this one's not working. Oh, it's, yeah, okay. That's... <laughs> this, this one's working. There we go. We'll get there eventually. So, oh, oh, the finest met. Isn't there a saying, don't work with uh, children and animals? The children, the children have been absolutely fine. It's the children's work if you're having an issue. 
Oh, I can't put it back on my pocket again. I'm just going to leave it in my pocket. There we go. Excellent. So, now this is working, which is really good, because um, I was going to start with an experiment this morning, and my experiment did not work as planned. And we know that is sometimes the case with experiments, which is why we try different things. I tested it at home, worked fine, and I then did it, left it at church for this morning, another set, and it didn't work. So um, I'm looking at children, teenagers, and adults, all ages. I would like you to go home and try this experiment and then send in your pictures and we can show them next week of all these wonderful um, coloured celery. Because as we have just heard in our gospel reading, which Tom read for us, thank you very much Tom, we, um, John 15, Jesus is talking about abiding in his love. So abiding is staying, remaining, dwelling, enduring. And I thought, what better way to show that than by doing some celery in some coloured water? The idea is that the celery, as it abides in the water, it takes on the colour of the water that it's been in. You might be able to got a little bit wet now. Here are some examples <laughs> that I did at home. And if you see very carefully, the leaves at the top have gone a little bit blue because this was in some blue water. You can see. It's a little bit blue at the bottom. This is one that went a little bit red, as you can see along the red. Um, it seems to work if you do the inside of the celery. And those ones, I did some gel food colouring. These ones, which has had normal liquid food colouring, hasn't worked so well. But that is what it should look like. Especially if you get ones with leaves, they take on the colour into the leaves. So, yeah, that's what it should be. It should be changing colour as it abides in the different coloured liquid. Um, we've got another example, too, of something changing colour. And it's summed up in the well-known phrase, you are what you eat. So, what do we think this could be? Should we have a look? <gasps> Can anybody tell me, what is this that's on the screen? A flamingo. Excellent. And this flamingo has got some very lovely pinky red feathers, hasn't it? And the flamingos, they get their colour from the food that they eat. If you had a flamingo, say, in a zoo, and if the zookeepers fed them different food, or they don't feed them enough of what they would normally eat in the wild, they'll be more kind of a grey-white colour but actually, they eat the food. The things that go into them, it changes them. And we can see the effects of that change. Now, um, as the celery should be changing colour, the flamingo changes colour. Jesus calls us to abide in him. But the good news is, we don't change colour. So don't worry, we're not suddenly going to go around with a little bit of a green glow or anything like that as we just rest in him. We're not going to change colour. Some of our youngest children, we have got a colour activity for you. 
which Mark is, and Mandy are just going to come and bring round so you can have some fun matching some different colours and thinking about the different colours of things. So yeah, so Jesus tells us to abide in him. And as we abide in him, as we remain in him, as we are in his love, we will be changed. As we start to take on the characteristics um, of God, we start to take on the characteristics of his love. The flamingo takes on the characteristics of its food. As we rest in God, we take on the characteristics um, of him. If we go back to the beginning of John chapter 15, we heard from verse 9 today, and um, we heard it last week, and Jesus talks about um, abiding in him again, and he gives uh, the example, he gives a picture of a vine and branches. Now, in family church... We use this as an example. Who likes my lamp? Nobody. Nobody likes my lamp. I can see all the children busy doing their crafts. Um, do you think my lamp like this is going to be good when it gets dark this evening? No. Why not? It's not plugged in. It's not connected to the power. This could be the most powerful light bulb and the most powerful lamp, but if it's not plugged in, it's not going to do anything, is it? And Jesus uses that same example of the vine being, or the branch being connected to the vine. I know Mandy last week um, had a tomato plant. If you were here or watched online, um, and she cut off a stem, and the stem, not connected, is not going to bear fruit. And it's important to be connected. The celery, by itself, no matter how hard it tries, it cannot change colour. The flamingo, by itself, no matter how hard it tries, cannot change colour. It's by what goes into it. And that is the same for us, that we need to Jesus tells us to abide in his love, to stay connected to him, and then uh, we change. And Jesus says, I have these things, I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. So not only do we get to think about how amazing his love is and to know that we are loved unconditionally. Not only does it change us to become more like him and show this love to others, but we get complete joy. And I think that's really amazing. And I know that this year or more than a year has been tough for so many in so many different ways. But I feel that God is just going to be releasing more of his joy. He wants us to be joyful people because we are in his love and nothing can ever separate us from that. And it's not just a passive thing just for us to receive. We require to do actions. Because Jesus says, you are my friends if you do what I command. And what is his command? To love one another as he has loved us. You know, um, Jesus had the ultimate love for us. 
he gives his life for us and then he calls us his friend. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. And that is exactly what Jesus has done. And now he asks us to show that same love to others. So as we remain in his love, we are changed. And then we get to show this actively to those around us. And we get to bear fruit that will last. So then when people see us, they know where we've come from. They know where we've been abiding as we're connected to him. And this is not for us in our own efforts. It's not like we're going to wake up and go, great, okay, I'm going to be really loving today. I'm going to try my best. It's not, well, it is. We have to be intentional in it, but it's not us doing it all by ourselves because as we abide in him, he abides in us and we have Holy Spirit. Just like the lamp can't work unless it's plugged in, the branch can't bear fruit unless it's connected to the vine, we're not left by ourselves to try and love others because Holy Spirit is in us. And Holy Spirit is for everybody. In our Acts reading, which Bukumi read for us before worship, we had some amazing verses. To set the context, Peter had been talking to Cornelius, a Roman centurion, telling him, his household, his family, his friends, all these people that Cornelius gathered round, and Peter told them all about Jesus. And then, while Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. The others with Peter there were astonished. Here were people, these were Gentiles, they weren't Jews, they weren't God's chosen people, yet they're receiving Holy Spirit in just the same way. They started praising God in different tongues. And the same is true for us. We are never too young or too old uh, to receive Holy Spirit. We don't have to you know, know a certain amount of the Bible off by heart. We don't have to have spent, you know, 10 minutes a day praying every day for the last year. We don't have to work for Holy Spirit or earn him, have a certain level of knowledge or experience or time. We receive when we believe. Holy Spirit is a gift and it's God's Spirit dwelling in us. The important thing is for us to spend time dwelling in his presence to being there, to be focused on him, on his love, being connected to the vine. That is all God calls us to do, is to abide in his love. And that's what we're going to do now. Youth bands in a moment are going to come up and they're going to sing over us about Jesus' amazing love for us. And we're just going to spend this next time just being in his presence, just a abiding in his love. You may like to put your hands out as a sign to show that you're ready to receive. We can catch with God um, with our whole body. So you may like to pay attention to what you're feeling in your body, uh, for any thoughts, any words, any pictures, any scriptures that God might be giving you. And if you have children with you, 
you may also like to uh, lay hands on them and pray for your children as we just spend this time resting in God's presence, abiding in his love. So, over. Okay.